Ah, yes. And uh, what a day it is. So much to get into. The great Howler. Jim Howler will talk Baylor basketball with us uh, at 140 today. Love the man. Former Baylor basketball coach. Really good analyst for the Lady Bears as well. We'll get his take on what's going on with them. Big win. Big win over the weekend for the Lady Bears. Taking down that Iowa State team that had beaten them in consecutive games. That's over. That is all over. Steven, there was a full moon over Ames the other night. As Moon Erson, 11 points, 15 rebounds. Steven, how is someone 5'6"? That may be a stretch. That may be a stretch. She may be 5'4", five, 5'. Five, I don't know. But... I mean, how's she getting all those rebounds? 15 rebounds in that ball game. I would like to know. I was never known for my rebounding, and at 5'8", at I, could, I could use Moon's hops. <laughs> Steven, you'll, you'll enjoy doing this. Last night I was up there at my uh, – boy, my niece turned 13 last night. Happy birthday to Millie. Teenager, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I was uh, – I was uh, we drove, made the trip to McKinney, Texas – celebrate her and uh, boy she's big time and in doing so Stephen during the conversation it kind of dawned on me that I had been reading about this guy out of uh, McKinney who's a sophomore at McKinney High School and his name's Jacoby Walter and he's like 6'5 swing man type guy he's like 25 a game guy's putting up huge numbers as a sophomore McKinney's really really good okay in the Dallas Fort Worth area and so I uh you know, I kind of thought, golly, I hope, I hope, uh, hope Scott and the guys, I hope Jerome and Scott Drew at Jerome Tang, hope they know about this young man. So, of course, Stephen, as only I can, I kind of started trying to let let everybody know this young man in McKinney. So then, I, I unfortunately, I kind of did that, you know, kind of making sure he was on everybody's radar before I then kind of did another little search, Stephen, and then realized that um, according to this kid in 247 and other outlets, he already holds an offer from Baylor. <laughs> I thought I had really <laughs> done some good digging, done some oh, searching there. Oh, man. Man, I was going to do some, you know, I was going to do some uh, scouting, go go look at some scouting and everything. So I think uh, as hard as it is to believe, Stephen, the coaching staff seems to be like a, you know, they 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 see these things before I do, and uh, and that's why they are the number two rated team in the land. We'll have Coach Drew on soon. We'll have Jerome Tang on. Great to visit with them always. And uh, it's uh, boy, I tell you, twenty year. He's been there forever. He has been there for so long. And I tell you, even going back to my Dallas radio days, Stephen Scott Drew at the drop of a hat would always come on, and uh, it was just. Incredible. Oh, Steve, you you can imagine, Stephen, what I'm hearing right now, the voice after holding for two hours. Stephen, take it away, okay? All right. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, uh, so big news all across sports, and we'll try to cover the gamut here. Obviously, Baylor gets the win over Auburn on Saturday and continues to stay undefeated. Big matchup with the Horns tomorrow. Looks like uh, Texas will magically allow fans in the stands starting tomorrow night, which will be a fun topic that we'll get into uh, at, at some point today, I know Matt will have plenty of thoughts on that. But also in the NFL, we want to break down this uh, this big blockbuster trade that went down. We all know Deshaun Watson is, is once out of Houston, 
Um, the Texans are committed to not trading him. Nick Casario said, hey, we're, we're not going to make that move. But I want to get thoughts from our people. 254-662-1660 is the number to text. You can also call us on that same number. Text line brought to you by CNC Collision Center. Thank you to them. Also, Freddie Kish brings you the phone lines. But it's that same number, 254-662-1660. So we see Matthew Stafford get moved. Stafford was a big-time quarterback in Detroit, put up huge numbers. Didn't win a lot of big games, has not won a playoff game. We know Detroit's not known for winning big games, so I can't hold that completely against him. But he's headed to L.A. to join Sean McVay. And Jared Goff is going to Detroit in exchange for two first-round draft picks and a third-round draft pick. And for the Rams, I think this makes sense. Now, it's a, it's a big haul. Like, you're giving up a lot. But we saw them move Jalen Ramsey for a first-round pick not too long ago or acquire Jalen Ramsey in exchange for, you know, sending a first-round pick along. They are in win-now mode. They're over the cap. They've gone out and signed big free agents. They have a good defense led by Aaron Donald. Then you have Ramsey in the secondary. McVay is one of the you know hottest offensive minds in the league. It wasn't too long ago that if you had been on a staff with him or had been in the same room with him, there was a good chance you were going to get considered for a head coaching job because he led that Rams team to the Super Bowl and they ended up losing to the Patriots in what was a really low-scoring game. But they're in win-now mode. So... I don't, uh, I don't hate this deal for them. It's, it's obviously a lot that you're giving up. You're kind of mortgaging your future. But the Rams are not too concerned about five or six years from now. They're trying to win in this window that they have. But I wanted to get our, our audience's thoughts on this. Hey, I do too, by if, the way. <laughs> did, <laughs> if you get through – so, Matt, let me ask you this. Now that we know what, what the price was for Stafford, it was two first-round picks, a, a quarterback – we can say just a, a player, a starter, and a third-round pick. Do you think the Cowboys made the right decision by staying out of the sweepstakes? Because that's a big – you would have got Stafford on a much cheaper deal, but that is a, uh, a hefty price to pay for a QB in his 30s. You know, I, I, I do. I don't think they were wanting to get uh, caught up in all this. I know there was a thought from Todd Archer at ESPN, Stephen, to at least take a peek at what was going on and investigate the situation. But the teams that seemed to be hardcore in this thing were the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I think the Colts looked hard at this thing. And so there were some, uh, there was certainly some interest. I, I found this to be, you talk about a story coming down the pike that, uh, that really grabbed everyone's attention. Steven, I know it changed your Saturday night. I mean, I stayed up reading about this, thinking about this, talking about this with people. I wanted to see what everybody thought on this. You just don't see these. You see, you see it in the NBA. You see blockbuster trades. We saw one recently with a huge trade go down with, with Brooklyn in, in the Rockets. You, do, you just don't often see this in the NFL. You see big deals done in free agency. You don't see blockbuster trades. You really hadn't seen anything like this. You you. You know, the huge signing of, uh, of Brady, that was big, but it wasn't a trade like this. And, and the, the last one I remember was trading for picks when, um, when, the, when the Redskins wanted Robert Griffin uh, third, of course, and they traded all those picks to a couple of first-rounders, I believe, to the Rams at the time. Man, this was interesting. This was a, uh, basically a quarterback-for-quarterback quarterback swap. 
you know, they threw in these picks basically to get off that contract to golf. And the contract with with um, with Stafford isn't as what you would call it, it's just it's not as long. A couple more years left on that thing. And it just doesn't lock them in. I find it interesting. It's almost kind of like people are praising the Rams for, oh, look at the Rams. Look at the Rams. And, and, and they moved off of this thing. They moved off the contract. Stephen, I mean, obviously they signed this huge contract with Goff not lo- not that long ago. What was it, a couple of years ago? I mean, it's been a, it's been a little bit now. But I believe it was the offseason, 2017 offseason. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I thought it was even after that. But, I mean, it's just a enormous thing. And I – I'll never forget. I mean, that that being at the LA Coliseum uh, for a preseason game in 2000. Gosh, I guess I was there for radio. I am trying to think. Well, I would have come up from training camp. Yeah, 2016, and that was when it all started for Dak, and it was before Tony had had that injury. I think that was before the Seattle game, the the preseason game that he suffered that injury. Anyway. It was it, we were watching Dak, and then I can't remember if we saw. I guess we would have seen golf in that game. Golf obviously uh, that year went uh, one overall, and then Wentz went two overall, and Dak comes in the uh, in the fourth round, and now Wentz is basically like his career's you know just in just kind of on the shelf right now, and golf's career is is in Detroit. We'll see what happens to him, but this main thing why Detroit did this was to was to put these picks out there and to own these picks. I mean, it, it, it'll get these uh, draft picks for the future. Two first round draft picks, a third rounder. I mean, this was this was enormous in terms of the price you have to pay to get Stafford and to get off that contract. So. I don't think it's quite fair, Stephen, to then start comparing this thing to Deshaun Watson and go, what will Deshaun get? What will they – what could the Texans – what will the Jets have to give up to get Deshaun Watson? You know, all those things because part of this was getting off that contract. It is funny to me that from that, – that draft pick for golf, that first-round pick was 2016 for golf. And they'll, they'll, they'll go, Stephen, 2017 – through 2023 without a first-round pick. The Rams have decided that they can kind of manage with having second, third-round picks, get people in free agency, swing for the fences, make big trades. I mean, this is a big one, though. I mean, they, you know, this is first-round picks, which we always think are huge currency for teams. They're basically saying, we think we're going to be so good that our first-round picks won't happen until later. And so I, I am uh, I am interested, Stephen. I heard you giving the uh, and thanks by the way, buddy. I've been uh, for jumping in on that thing. You can't imagine what I've been uh, uh, going through uh, via a phone situation here, uh, waiting on a call. But it was uh, it's of, of huge importance. And boy, you as only you can do, the young Simcox, you jumped right in there and just ne- it's like nothing ever happened, Stephen. When you when you found out. About this trade, did you? I mean, was it just uh, was it just monstrous? I want to I want to hear your take on this. Well, yeah, I mean, I was I was not surprised necessarily. We we had heard kind of some rumblings about Stafford getting moved before the Super Bowl, and you're right. Like the Rams are, they are fully in win now mode, and I think 
I, I didn't realize the, the 2017 to 2023 angle, they wouldn't have a first-round pick. That's that's interesting. But they just seem to uh, – this seems like kind of a desperation move, and I don't mean that in, in that they're in a bad situation. I just feel like they're at a point where they're saying, our window is is basically you know closing, and we have to go get this guy right now because golf is, is holding us back. Um, I don't really know what to make of Jared Goff in Detroit. I feel like, as you said, it's, it's mainly just the, the Detroit's trying to get some picks. And with that, they had to take on this contract. You know, JC chimed in on our CNC collision center text line and said, um, he, he thinks it's a good move for the Rams. He feels like Stafford never had a good coach in Detroit and he, he's, uh, actually a pretty good quarterback and I'd agree with that mainly I, I would say JC I think Jim Caldwell was a pretty good coach he got them the playoffs one time well he looks pretty good doesn't he Steven compared to some of the others they've had <laughs> it I does mean, that yeah. Matt Patricia era was pretty rough and uh well I love our people check it in two five four six six two sixteen sixty is that uh, CNC collision line you can also call us and we're going to continue on in um uh, to this next segment, talking about this, discussing it. Stephen, I liked how you kind of tied the Cowboys in earlier. Are, are any Cowboys fans upset, sad that you couldn't get Matt, Matt Stafford or couldn't at least look at Matthew Stafford? I like this, Stephen. They said that uh, Stafford approved of this one. Stafford, uh, Stafford, who I guess Detroit wanted to at least take care of because he'd taken a lot of punishment, never won a playoff game in Detroit. I like this, Stephen, how we go, never won a playoff game. Not that good of a quarterback, and suddenly he's going to go play for McVay, and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, the Rams are the Super Bowl favorites next season. This is unbelievable. Matthew Stafford is just going to transform this organization and lead them right back to the top. I mean, it is, I mean, do you realize, Stephen, somebody had made this point. I think it's a good one. We sometimes go, it's about wins. It's about playoff wins. It's about this and that. It's only about wins. Only about wins with quarterbacks. And since that 2016 or 2017, whenever it was, I think if you go back to 2017 um, and you look at wins by quarterbacks, golf is at the top. Golf, golf, golf is like second, I think, in wins among quarterbacks. I mean, pretty amazing stuff. All right, Stephen, let's do this. You can call us on that Freddie Kish line, 254-662-1660, or text us on the CNC Collision line. Again, it's 254 254- Six six two sixteen sixty Baylor basketball at one forty uh, with Jim Howler, but we continue talking NFL next. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. We're seeing mostly sunny skies to start off the day today. It will be a mild and slightly breezy day with highs around 61 degrees and winds coming in from the north around 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, skies will be mostly clear with temperatures dropping down to around 35 degrees. Tuesday will be slightly warmer with highs in the mid-60s across the region. Skies will be mostly sunny throughout the day. Rain chances will increase towards the end of the work week. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.39 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. So anyway, I read that article the other day, and I hadn't thought about Danny White in 100 years, you know. But, uh, yeah, he's a guy that, you know, was really a terrific player and could have and probably should have won a championship, but it just wasn't meant to be. Yep. Back in those days, that's the Cowboys weren't measured on winning NFC East. They no. were measured on championships. Uh, on championships. Now I think they would love to have a <laughs> – How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> 
have it already. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Warren Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Brett Automotive. Number two Baylor took care of Auburn in the Big 12 SEC Challenge on Saturday, 84 to 72. The Big 12 went three and five the rest of the games, with Texas and Kentucky being canceled due to COVID. Number nine Lady Bears avenged their only conference loss of the season yesterday, 85 to 77 over Iowa State. That keeps the Lady Bears a half a game ahead of West Virginia in the Big 12 standings. UMHB women came back from double digits but fell short to Harden-Simmons, 71-64. That drops them to 4-3 and three in conference play. UMHB men continue to roll in the American Southwest Conference with a 95-65 win over Harden-Simmons on Saturday. The crew shot 56% from the field in the second half. Both men and women will hit the road to Sol Ross later this week. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley and Simcox. We do like that old-time rock and roll. We're rocking and rolling through the 1 o'clock hour and uh, talking a lot about what happened, the huge the huge trade that went down in the NFL. We know uh, a lot of folks want to sound off on this. We've got, uh, we've got the uh, Freddie Kish uh, hotline open for you, uh, 254, the guest line, I should call it, 254-662-1660. Or you can text us on the CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660. Uh, th- this was not the Herschel Walker trade. Things like that don't often happen when you just get uh, that many picks. But this was something. In this uh, era, era of the salary cap, salary cap this, was a, uh, this was a monster. And... Um, to, to see the Rams and the Detroit Lions get together on this deal. And because people seem to be enamored, you'll find that in the media, people say whether somebody won or lost, uh, lost a trade is mainly sometimes due to what people think of head coaching, uh, you know, head coaches and staffs and all that thing. And I do believe there is there are people still completely enamored with Sean McVay. And the thought is that Sean McVay, the head coach of the Rams, they couldn't get the ball down the field as much as they would like, whether it was an injury late in the season or whatever it was, they had soured on Jared Goff. How in the world do you then, though, give up all those, give up two future first-round picks, a third-round pick? How do you give up all that? to bring in Matt Stafford, who will be 33 years old next season. I mean, Stephen, it's not like we were all sitting around here saying Matt Stafford was a top-five quarterback or even that Stafford was a top-ten quarterback. But suddenly, when we look at him in the light of this new – his involvement in Sean McVay's offense, it – it, it, it takes on a different t- kind of feeling. I mean, Stephen, even if somehow the Cowboys had ended up with, with Matthew Stafford. Now, I again, the, yes, the Cowboys spin would have been unbelievable deal. Oh, my gosh, you had a chance to get Stafford. Oh, he's coming back home to Dallas, all that kind of stuff. But I don't think we would quite hear this like immediate Super Bowl contender status that has been granted uh, the Los Angeles – Rams. Their defense coordinator, by the way, Brandon Staley, is the new defensive, uh, new head coach with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. That would be Brandon Staley. He has gone over there. Now, Stephen, we have a sense where uh, Matthew Stafford, and Stephen, I love this. I meant to say this earlier. I almost got to it, didn't quite get to it. The uh, Don't you love the fact that uh, you hear that uh, this is a good deal because 
Matthew Stafford has a uh, house. He and his wife have a house in Newport Beach, <laughs> just right down the road. Now, in traffic, Newport Beach, it could take you up to two or three hours to get into Los Angeles, okay? But without traffic, maybe it is a 45-minute, 30, 45-minute drive. So interesting now that this deal has been done. And uh, here we are. Here we are, Stephen, with a, a, stra- a, a trade of golf for Detroit. And they had to pay a steep price to get them off their hands. And it did look like, Stephen, correct me if I'm leaving somebody out. Um, Colts, Panthers, Broncos were all in the mix. And maybe another secret team. Maybe a secret team that we might not hear about. You'd have to think the Bears would at least look at this deal. My goodness, but not not that anybody's going to want Mitch Trubisky at this point. But uh, I guess of all those teams, the quarterback that was the most appealing uh, was Jared Goff coming back over. I don't think the, the Detroit Lions fans are dancing in the streets over landing Jared Goff, but it does allow them to have at least a glimpse of of turning this thing around in the future under a new GM. And by the way, Stephen, guess who the new GM is of the Detroit Lions? It is the former assistant GM or whatever his status was with the Los Angeles Rams. So this was almost a perfect storm. This new Rams GM seemed to kind of like maybe what he was getting into. He kind of liked uh, he liked uh, what he was what he was seeing with these uh, Detroit Lions. I, I'm fascinated with this. I think it's one of the bigger NFL stories we've seen a long, long time. And in some ways, it overshadows Super Bowl week. Nobody's even – Peter King himself, the great Peter King, Stephen, isn't getting into the Super Bowl the Thursday before the Super Bowl. He's not flying in until Thursday. Our guy, and uh, one of our friends, one of my great friends, uh, Jeff Chadia, who's covering the Chiefs, for the NFL Network, you'd think, oh, he's got to get into town early. Get into town early for all those events. He's flying in Wednesday. All right, the two teams will not be going in until like Thursday or Friday of Super Bowl week. This is crazy. This is insanity. When are you flying but in, this Matt? Is, yeah, yeah, Stephen, I don't know. I, in fact, I thought about going to Tom and uh, Tom Barfield and Gary Moss today and saying, kind of for the last minute, guys, I'd like to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd like to be um, at Radio Row, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're even having a radio row? I don't know. I thought about that today because typically this is, you know, one of the busiest weeks of the year for us. Um, But I haven't heard. I would imagine they would have to do most of it virtual because, Matt, I I really can't think of more of a super spreader event than radio row. Just all those (laughs) all those stations right next to each other. People just walking, you know, up and down the aisle, sitting down, putting headphones on. It doesn't seem like a great recipe right now, even even as we're getting these vaccines rolled out. Steven, I heard there was a certain internet operation that showed up today on Radio <laughs> Row. They've already interviewed somebody from BlueChew.com. <laughs> they did have a good knack for getting to the Super Bowl for like however many straight seasons. I swear it was like 25 straight Super Bowls or something. And I'm not laughing at that. That's pretty... If you can if you can convince the bosses to send you to the Super Bowl for like 25 straight years then you're doing something right. Um all right Stephen, I uh but we're not going. 
I, I, I hate to disappoint <laughs> Central Texas. And we know Jamal Anderson interview this year. <laughs> Stephen, who is our advocate right now? If, so if we wanted to go to the Super Bowl, would Tom Barfield have to stand up and fight for us? I don't know if that conversation was had. I think I think Tom. I don't think Tom's been down there knocking down the doors to get us to the Super Bowl this week. And I understand it. It's pandemic. We can't be going to Super Bowls. Tom Barfield, his show, by the way, can be heard from four to six weekdays, Monday through Friday at uh, four to six, and he'll have a he'll have a big show lined up today. Stretches three to four, and then two to three is the JMO show. It is three straight one-hour programs. Nobody else in all of radio is doing it, but we're doing it, and I like it. I like it. We're trying something new, and I think that's always a good thing. All right, Stephen, I, I am curious about the feedback, 254-662-1660. Are there fans, are there Cowboys fans? Kind of like you said, Stephen, are they a little bit jealous? Are they a little bit jealous of the uh, of the situation, of uh, – of a team having Matthew Stafford, of a team sitting there right now in that situation with Matthew Stafford uh, uh, at, at quarterback. I mean, that's a good situation to step into. Steven, let's think about this. There's somebody named Van Jefferson, nice young receiver, Cooper Cup. Um, okay, I'm drawing a blank now, Steven. Help me. Who else? Cooper Cup. Van Jefferson, is Robert Woods still playing for them, or did he go somewhere else? There's somebody else I'm missing. But pretty good receiving core. Pretty good receiving core. I mean, I, I like I like what – I don't feel like they have the home run threat with the Rams, but uh, I, I just find it interesting that people hear of this story with Stafford going to uh, the, the Rams and immediately think Super Bowl. A man who hasn't sniffed a playoff win. Almost, they did almost beat Dak and the crew. Was that 2016? They came in here mm-hmm. to uh, AT&T Stadium and almost had it. They almost were ready to take down the Cowboys, and they got a rough call. I think it was that wide of that tight end. And um, I think Anthony Hitchens was face guarding a tight end. Yeah, yeah, might have face guard, might have been pass interference, and they. They didn't call it, and it went incomplete, and the Cowboys won that ball game. Was that a wild card game or was that a divisional game? Wild card. Yeah, it would have been a wild card playoff game. Cowboys win, and then the Cowboys go into the divisional game and then get beat. That probably would have been against the Packers. Mike McCarthy in the Packers in 2016. And then, of course, Cowboys get back to uh, a uh, situation where they're in a, a divisional game against the Rams, that would have been 2019 season, 2018 season. And uh, we're not able to complete that. Stephen, uh, the text line is the CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660. Where are our people coming down on this trade? I would say that they kind of, I would have to say most of our folks kind of like Stafford to the Rams. They do, yeah. It's mostly positive. Uh, Gene Waco said, if McVay is the offensive genius everyone says he is, he should make this work with Stafford. Um, JC chimed in again, and, and you explained this a little bit, Matt, but he was just surprised they already gave up on golf, given that he was on the Super Bowl a few years ago, um, that, that they already moved on from him. Our, our guy, David Belton, said he likes this move uh, for L.A., thinks that it, Stafford would be a good fit there in Sean McVay's offense. And then Josh and Waco had a question for you, Matt. 
He said, Matt, I read something over the weekend that Dak Prescott is the only quarterback left from the 2016 class that hasn't been either traded or benched. Do you think this gives him more leverage in Dallas, or could he possibly get any more leverage there in Dallas? You know, that's a that's a really cool point there from our man. I I think, uh, I mean, yeah, and they're talking about now. Golf wasn't exactly benched. I think you could technically make the uh, case that he he had an injury, although it seemed like they were more than willing to to go with Walford there at the end of the season, and then Walford got banged up. Uh, but a lot has happened. You're talking about Connor Cook. You're talking about guys that uh, the Cowboys liked. The big who was the big man out of Memphis, Stephen? You remember Paxton him? Lynch? Cowboys liked Paxton Lynch. I don't even know if Paxton Lynch is in the league. These guys are kind of. Uh, uh, I think Hackenberg might have been in there somewhere. These guys have all uh, been uh, are castoffs and uh, Dak's last man standing in a way. And so that is a, that's a really good point. All those 2016 quarterbacks have uh, seemingly been kind of thrown overboard. This is a fascinating deal, and we appreciate for everybody uh, participating. It is 254-662-1660. Uh, and, and I just think, Stephen, that uh, for, the, for the Lions, I would say, God love you. I mean, getting all these picks, sometimes, you know, it does lead to an organization changing. You have to have the right leadership you have to have the right commitment. You have to have the right coach. Do we think Dan Campbell talking about ripping off uh, uh, kneecaps? Is he the right guy? I don't know. I mean, he embarrassed himself at his press conference. The the uh, the guy for uh, the new coach of the Eagles embarrassed himself a Sirianni, little bit. Nick Sirianni. Sirianni. We'll, we'll see how this all plays out. Okay, these guys will have an opportunity, although you don't. Guys like Sirianni and, and, and Dan, you know, you don't – it always sounds like nice, like, ah, oh, they'll, they'll go 2-14 and 14 and get another pick. But what happens is management gets impatient and they want to make a change, even if, if seemingly losing games is part of the plan. When you lose a ton of games, management ownership doesn't love staying with you. Will they do it with Dan Campbell? Yeah, yeah, for one year. I just don't think there's a lot of examples of like two or three year, two or three win seasons where they just really commit to it. Even after all those years of losing on purpose with the 76ers, they finally ran that guy out of town and he didn't even get to see the fruits of his labor, the fruits of all that losing. He didn't get to see it. So it doesn't always happen that way. All right. One of the uh, one of the legends of of local basketball and SWC basketball. One of my great friends and a friend to our show, Jim Howler, is going to join us. We'll talk Baylor basketball, the number two Bears. Unbelievable. Uh, and we'll talk some Lady Bears basketball as well. Our great friend Jim Howler returns to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Dan Schulman, ESPN, our guest. I was uh, saying earlier in the hour, Dan, uh, kind of telling your your travel story about how when you go on a road trip, you go on a serious road trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so I'm Canadian, for those who right, don't know right. down there, and I, I still, I've always lived in Canada, so... During the pandemic, we had in Canada a 14-day quarantine whenever you come back to Canada. So they installed a kit in my house that a lot of people have. So I called about six or seven games from home while uh, over the holidays. And now I'm back down in the U.S. Uh, my trip started in Waco, actually. I flew from Toronto to Dallas, drove to Waco. And because I can't go back and forth, I believe I am now uh, away from home 
for the duration of the regular season, like through championship <laughs> week. So I am very lucky I have a supportive, independent wife. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. Cold weather is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old drafty windows. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And right now, they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. That's online at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. That's 254 254- 301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. All right, something great about buying from Alan Samuels, that certified J.D. Power again this year. Huge winner of that uh, First award for excellence for dealership. That's a big thing. February is time to come see your friend in the car business during the President Day event. President's Day event. Love these. Love these holidays coming up. Rams, a three-peat motor trend truck of the year, back to back to back. Trucks built to serve you. Perfect for whatever your lifestyle calls for. Check out the new Ram 1500, 2500, or the big 3500. 
the top safety pick for trucks to be named in 2021. Impressive towing capability, heavy-duty payload capacity, adapt, uh, adapt time, cruise control, smoothest, most comfortable ride of any truck. It's beautiful inside, by the way. Really, really space uh, space friendly. Be sure to check out the new Dodge lineup. First domestic brand ranked highest overall. JD uh, Power's initial quality study built for performance, touchscreen technology, superior craftsmanship, and advanced safety measures. Oh, and that Jeep line. Don't forget about the Renegade Gladiators, Grand Cherokee, Cherokee Latitude Plus, and the Lux. A Jeep when you need that great SUV. All right, remember this President's Day special? Get by there. Go see Ted Teague over at Alan Samuels, your friend of the car business. Why not make it quick and easy to feed the entire family? Just stop by Bush's Chicken for Tender Tuesday. You get 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls for just $11.99. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Oh, man, love it. Absolutely love it. I always look forward to it. The the uh, hour of power in the 1 o'clock hour. And, uh, oh, there's a little more. We, we uh, Jim Howler, the former Baylor basketball coach and guy. Then he went and took over the uh, banking business. Uh, it is Jim Howler returning to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox and uh, – Jim, we've missed talking to you. You may have heard I disappeared. You, I'm glad you're back, man. Are you all healthy now? (laughs) You know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I, 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 uh, I've got uh, some good pain meds, and and uh, that's really, uh, that's really kind of uh, helping me out a little bit. Doing a lot of physical therapy, but man, Jim, I had a. uh, I had a rough one, as you probably heard about. On the, uh, oh yeah, I know you're a extremely active guy. Now you get out there and love to play golf. You played tennis over the years. This was on my bicycle and uh, broke my neck, broke my back. But I have, uh, I'm back on the air and uh, I'm moving around the neighborhood and 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 really really feel. Uh, uh, I am just very fortunate to be walking and moving and all those good things. So I uh, I wake up every day even more grateful than I've ever been. Well, that's the right attitude, man. I'm glad you're ready to talk hoops. Let's go. <laughs> I am, uh, and I I love talking hoops with you. And uh, boy, I love hearing you on TV. And I know you dig in. We'll talk some uh, Lady Bears in a little while because that was nice. It was nice to get back to. Uh, it's funny to say get back to your winning ways when you're seven and one in conference. <laughs> it just uh, it just makes felt... a big difference when you've got all your players healthy. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, I, I, I get. We'll start there. What the heck? Because we love the Lady Bears. We love both yeah. uh, programs. But let's start there real quick, uh, Jim. Because you've had a real good look at this team. How in the world does someone of Moon Urson? I mean, let's in in regular life, she's a a normal height for a for a woman <laughs> to play uh, women's college basketball. She is at a disadvantage generally at her height, and yet. She ends up with 15 rebounds uh, in that game that 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 went against Iowa State over the weekend. I mean, Jim, that's uh, that that's one of those. I guess you can only measure that kind of thing in sort of desire and want to and effort. Well, she's one of my all-time favorite athletes, men or women's side. And what she does, Matt, is just incredible. I th- I don't think she's even five five, 
but she's got such explosiveness, quickness. Obviously, we've talked a lot in the past. Coach Kim always talks about her fantastic vertical leap, and she's just a young lady that's learned to use all of those attributes to make great things happen for the Lady Bears. And yesterday up there in Ames, Iowa, she's never been better. 15 rebounds. That's just that's one of those stats that probably goes in Ripley's Believe It or Not when you're only 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> it really yeah. it really is. And uh, and she's aggressive. And, and I mean, I, I think uh, – I think it's uh, – now, with this team, uh, Jim, you know, we're going to – everything, this team is measured, of, of course, what happens in the tournament and how deep they go. And uh, when you win national titles, that is kind of what happens. As you see this team developing and hopefully sort of uh, improving at the, at the proper rate, I mean, the one thing I would say, and boy, hopefully this Sarah Andrews from uh, Irving MacArthur is going to help out in this category. The one thing that seemed to be missing – was they they have in the past had at least a one point guard or someone who can come in and and hit those three pointers. They didn't really they don't really seem to have that this season. Um, how how big Jim could uh, uh, could Sarah Andrews be if if she continues to be able to uh, to hit to knock it down from the perimeter? Well, she's talented though, and she's so strong. But I, I tell you, Matt, I thought yesterday. The outside shooting turned out to be a big, big part of that victory. You had Dejanae Carrington coming off the bench after missing four games because of COVID, and she knocked down three threes. Moon Urson's a good three-point shooter. Sarah Andrews is good now, and uh, uh, she didn't play yesterday, but that little Jaden Owens from transfer from UCLA is a good shooter. And you saw when they started knocking down some of those outside shots, how that opened things up for Nalissa Smith in the paint in the last five minutes of that game when she got the majority of her points. So it all worked well together that fourth quarter against a terrific Iowa State team. What is it, When you watch uh, Nalissa Smith play, she's a versatile player, and it's not often um, you see someone with that kind of height, uh, but, but you know, obviously be able to be a ball handler, a, a playmaker in a sense, can do things on her own. Uh, is there anybody you can compare her to, Coach Aller? What is she? Uh, what what has she sort of brought to the Bears, and 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 how have you seen her grow over the last couple of years? Well, she's just such. She has so much athleticism, and I was so happy yesterday with the coaching staff. Kind of isolated her, gave her some one-on-one opportunities, face up to the bucket. She could take it quick into the paint. She can hit the jumper on the baseline. She's just so so versatile and. Uh, I think she's going to be great on the next level when she'll really have the opportunity to play a little bit more on the perimeter. For the Lady Bears, they've got to have her inside because she's such a great rebounder. But she is a special talent. That's why she was picked preseason Big 12 Player of the Year by the conference coaches. Yeah, and that was interesting, by the way. A former Lady Bear, Taya Cooper, uh, was uh, back in Waco, uh, a WNBA player herself. Yeah, boy, uh, her brother is going to be something else for that Auburn team. Oh, isn't that something? Yeah, and her brother, uh, Sharif Cooper, uh, is a star player for Auburn and has really turned their team around this season after he had to sit out some games, and uh, he's come back with a vengeance. And uh, the other day, that was fun to watch. Uh, uh, Jim, what do you – when you think about this current team that Scott has, this could be, you know, some people say, is it the greatest Baylor team of all time? Who knows? 
I mean, we'll see. At the end of it all, we'll be able to make uh, we'll we'll be able to to make those kind of uh, judgments. But what? Let's 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 zero in on something. Does this team? Um, it's interesting. There have been some games in conference, and it happened the other day too, where the team seems to be, uh, you know, in a game, uh, a close game, you know, heading into the half, and uh, and then and of course they explode in the second half. Have you had teams over the years like that, Jim, that for whatever reason just they don't seem to just, you know, put step on the throttle or, or, or hit the clutch, whatever you want to say, until that second half? What do we what do you what does that tell a coach? Well, I'll tell you what this team tells you is when they make those kind of runs like you're referring to, Matt, they are so great on the defensive end, but then they're equally great in the open floor and transition. They've got so much firepower. What makes this team special is they're not just great on offense. They're not just great on defense. They are fantastic on both. And the third characteristic of this team that sets them apart, they have great, great team spirit. And they just play so hard, and they're just fun to watch. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm just loving this season. I loved last year because they just make you proud to be a Baylor supporter. Now, Jim, do you um, do you? I, I don't know if you've had the vaccination yet or whatever. Do you like to go over still to the Ferrell Center, or are you uh, during this pandemic? Are you kind of watching it from the comfort of your uh, of your own? I'm sure you have a nice uh, television situation there at the house. <laughs> I've got nice TVs, but I'm a guy that likes to be there on the scene. I'm there every time the Ferrell Center opens. If I'm working on TV, I'm there. If I'm not, I'm off. I'm going to be there. I just love to be there and hear the band, watch the yell leaders. I love the spirit. Uh, I'm there. I am there. I'm careful, but I'm there. We uh, are talking to uh, Jim Haller, the uh, legendary Baylor former uh, coach in the SWC all those years. Uh, Jim, does this, um, you know, you were coaching when uh, Eddie had it going at Arkansas, and then, of course, Five Slamma Jamma comes in. And it was a, I mean, it was an unbelievable conference. As and, and of course, Shelby had it going at A and M, and you coached under Shelby. Yeah, and don't Does forget the, about uh, Abe down at Texas had it oh, going. Abe. Gerald Myers had it going at Tech. Yeah. Jim Killingsworth. Hey, there was a lot of good teams, but we never even thought about having seven teams in the top twenty-five like the Big Twelve men do this year. This is just incredible. Yeah, great, great Although, to have a chance to watch. It does make me think back to y'all's teams, and you had some unbelievable ones with Terry and Vinny, and they're like, all these stats I hear, Jim, every once in a while it bugs me because I don't even think they had a top 25. It was, wasn't it just a top 20 when you were Yeah, coaching? most of the time it was a top 10 <laughs> and a top 20, but I'll yeah. tell you, in those days, we probably would have had four teams consistently in the top 20, but it's a different game now. The athleticism, the speed, the quickness, the three-point shooting, it is just this, – this, all athletes are just better because of training, because of dietary guidance. I mean, there's so many things, but they, these guys now are just unbelievable, unbelievable. And to think we've got three top six teams in the nation as of today in the men's coaches poll right here close together, Baylor, Texas, and the University of Houston, all three in the top six. Who would have ever dreamed it? It's just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, Kelvin Sampson has that thing going at U of H. That's kind of fun, and you're right. And what a matchup it's going to be 
against the Longhorns uh, tomorrow night. You talked about it. Jim, what have you been able to gather uh, from watching this Texas team? I mean, Shaka was almost one game from getting fired last year. They don't end up playing that game. They retain him there, uh, and, and, and he's, he's put together a really impressive squad, especially when everybody's healthy and it looks like they'll be at full strength versus the Bears. Uh, Jim, this is looking to be a really, really uh, good matchup between two extremely athletic teams. I mean, this, from an athletic standpoint, I don't know if they have the depth that Baylor has, but I don't know if Baylor will see a more athletic team uh, the rest of this season. Well, here's what they do have three great guards. Baylor's got what I think five great guards when you take Butler and, and, and Davion Mitchell and Teague, and then you've got Flagler and Cryer coming in. So, yeah, let's give Baylor a little edge on the perimeter. But, my goodness, Texas has so much uh, balance and depth inside with great athleticism. I mean, they've got six eight, six nine. 6'10 kids that can jump, run quick. This is going to be the toughest matchup of the year so far for the Bears. And this is probably the biggest game in the nation head-to-head so far this season when you've got two playing five or six, whatever Texas is today. But it's going to be a great, great game. I think it's just going to be a, a classic matchup, and I'm really looking forward to it. You're not trying to tell me that uh... – that these guys at Texas are more athletic than like LaSalle Thompson, Ron Baxter, <laughs> Johnny Moore, some of these guys, are you? Hey, they're, they're, I'm going to tell you something. Big old LaSalle Thompson couldn't move with these guys today. Now, he was a great <laughs> shooter and great big body, but Ron Baxter, if he lost about 20 pounds, he could play with these guys today. <laughs> I, I see Ron. His son played for. Sam Houston State down the road for a couple of years here recently, so I saw Ron a couple of times. But anyway, that is great. The past history is wonderful, but these kids today are just something else, and they're so much fun to watch. We hadn't even had time to talk about Matt Meyer. Man, I'm the president of his fan club. I love watching that guy play. Oh, man. I mean, he almost – when I look at his athleticism and skill, and we're about to have to go and make way for – for for John Morris, but boy, it, Jim, it makes me think of Pat Nunley when I see that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we'd had the three point shot when Pat was around, his name would be in some record books, but we don't. But uh, anyway, oh Matt, he's fun. All this is fun, and uh, yeah. Matt, to you, thanks for uh, being back. Glad you're getting better, and uh, thanks for having me on. Jim, you bet. Who's your Super Bowl pick, by the way? Do you give us your. Uh, I am give... a Pat. I'm a Mahomes fan, so I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Kansas City Chiefs. You heard it from Jim Howler. Uh, call up your local bookie. And... <laughs> That's just who I'm for, man. I'm for anybody from Texas, and Mahomes is one of us. All right, there he goes. We appreciate it, Coach Howler. Always fun to catch up with you, Jim Howler. One of my favorites, and uh, one of a, a Baylor legend. And uh, a guy that uh, really, uh, really set the foundation all those years ago and uh, had a lot of fun teams and played in that wild and crazy SWC. In fact, that was back when uh, John Morris was a, was a student at Baylor, when Jim Howler was coaching. John Morris standing by, the J-Mo Show, uh, always from 2 to 3, and uh, we'll look forward to that. We'll be back tomorrow, and uh, we got Wednesday, by the way, Stephen, Eric Mateos, the new uh, Baylor O-line coach. Excited about that. Uh, Everybody have a great one. We will see you tomorrow.